to the lost souls, the disintegrated spirits, the wanderers, the dreamers, and the seekers. Welcome to the Embodied Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Danielle McGinnis. Our work in this podcast will be to foster healing, transformation, self-expression, creativity, and the development of consciousness. So with our intentions grounded firmly, let's settle in and do some integration work. Hey friends, happy Thursday and welcome back to another episode of the Embody Podcast. If you guys are loving what you're hearing on the show, I would really appreciate it if you slid over to iTunes, dropped a five-star rating or a written review and just let me know what you are loving about the show, what you want to hear more of, what you want to hear less of, any and all feedback is welcome. That feedback gets the show organically into more ears and more souls across the world. So in today's episode, I want to talk about ways in which we can orient and meet ourselves when we are experiencing a recurring bout of pain or discomfort in the body. And those of you out there who struggle with recurring symptoms of pain or chronic pain, um, I am a physical therapist, but I am telling you, I'm just kind of prefacing this podcast by saying like, this isn't like a complete sentence. This is just ways in which to contemplate moving towards and orienting towards pain. I really hope that this episode isn't dismissive of any chronic pain sufferers out there because every presentation of chronic pain has its own unique story behind it and I think it should be treated as such. So this isn't like a, oh, this is one person's experience and that equals everybody's experience. But I think sharing the experience that I had with a client this week will really kind of open up some contemplations that you can reflect on if you experience recurring pain or pain that shows up in very similar places. So this client in particular is a really high achiever. She's incredibly successful, um, but is presenting with the like this upper body tension and this recurring bout of upper body tension. And she said that she's been through multiple bouts of this throughout her life. And this is actually a really common thing that I saw in the clinic. Those of you out there who are listening that don't know, I used to work as a clinical physical therapist in an outpatient orthopedic clinic. And so I would see a lot, a lot, a lot of patients with chronic upper body tightness. And so with this client in particular, we were just kind of like, working around the symptomology and what was showing up and what's going on in her life. And it was really interesting because the pain was presenting on the left side of the body. And there was a lot of fear of the emotional experiences of vulnerability that are showing up through, through a intense experience of transition. She, so she's in this like really kind of liminal space in her life between worlds the old self, the new self, um, not only career-wise, but relationally. So a lot of transition and there's a lot of vulnerability with the emotions that are coming up. And for this person in particular, rather than allowing the, the emotions 
to fluidly move through the system, there's a lot of rigidity and holding in the muscular tissue. And it was interesting because we started the session by pulling threads on this really, really tight armor that feels like it's showing up in her upper body. And we were just exploring that and how if we actually just took a small piece of that armor away, that it was feeling as if everything would fall apart. Like the whole armor would come off and that would leave her incredibly exposed and vulnerable and raw. And so this armor served a really important psychosomatic glue that felt like it was holding the system together and protecting it from the fears and overwhelm associated with being vulnerable. And so if your sense of self, your feeling of okayness, the ground underneath your feet, if that is being held together with defensive armor and that armor is so important because there's a a massive fear of annihilation or fragmentation, then the body can present as that armor and mimic that armor and the cellular tissues and the ligaments and the muscles can get really, really bound up and tight. And so it's almost like the, the muscles become the psychological image of the armor and they present as such. And what's underneath that armor is what we're discovering is a lot of vulnerability, a lot of tenderness, a lot of fear, a lot of really really tender stuff and so this person was presenting with with left-sided pain and pain resulting from so much rigidity and tension that it was so bound up and the synchronicity is how much tenderness was actually happening in the heart space but it was afraid to move that energy or express that energy and so all of the musculature around the left side which is where you know the heart is a bit in the middle but towards the left side um and all of the left side of the body was just holding gripping right and she relayed something really interesting that in the past when this stuff would come up or this particular pain would come up that she would take like a I don't know if you guys have heard of those like Theraguns or those those trigger point guns where it basically just pounds your muscles in an attempt to relieve the tension to get quote-unquote knots out but what if these knots are bound up survival energy that are holding on for dear life and if we think of that metaphor, and this is this is not to shame my client or anybody that has ever used a Theragun or a lacrosse ball or anything, a massage technique that is applying pressure in that way. No, I'm just opening up the image of, like, think about this really fragile armor that's holding together someone's sense of self. Deep below that is a lot of vulnerability and fear and anxiety and tenderness and sadness and a lot of different things. And our strategy to work with that is to pound that out of us, to try to pound out the tension to make it go away. And so 
when we start to treat the body as it has its own subjective story, right? The story of armoring, of holding on for dear life, to protect from a fear of annihilation, to protect from fragmentation. If we look at it that way, we certainly don't want to like beat the shit out of our body. But I think that we we often go to those techniques because I think our predisposition is to look at the body as if it's dead matter without a story. It's just inert matter that operates as the machine that is our body to move through the world. And so if something comes up that doesn't serve useful to our body as a machine, we think of it as a burden, we think of it as a problem, and so we're going to metaphorically and literally try to pound out or beat out that pain. I'm not advocating against manual manipulation or manual therapy or anything like that. I'm not saying that. I'm just opening up this conversation about there's different ways in which we can relate to our pain, different doorways, different avenues that we can go down. And really what was interesting in the session, I saw my client kept taking her hand up towards that part of the body and making contact and then quickly kind of taking it away. Making contact and then taking it away. And all this was happening like unconsciously. And I paused her in that moment. I said, I noticed that your hand, your right hand, keeps drifting up towards the left side. And what would it be like if we just let your right hand try to support that left side in the experience that the musculature of the left side is going through. And often if I'm if I'm working in person or doing in-person sessions, this these are the moments where touch and hands-on support is actually really beneficial so that the person that has spent their whole life and all of their life force energy trying to hold things together can actually feel what it feels like to be physically supported and that can come with a hand on the shoulder, um, a hand on the back, and just gentle support. Support means to hold up, to prop up, to aid in, to sustain, to endure, rather than physically beating the pain out of us, we're learning to support ourselves in that pain. We're learning to support. And it was really interesting because I just invited her to stay with, you know, the right hand on the left shoulder and just notice how your body responds to that. And it was really interesting. She's like, oh my gosh, that feels so nice. And I was like, oh, what feels nice about it? And we went into, you know, how resourceful it felt. She's like, oh, it feels like warmth. It feels like, you know, like a warm, cozy blanket. And giving herself some time and space to feel the support of even just putting a gentle hand on the pain and making contact with the pain. Physically making contact, but also psychologically making contact to the part of ourselves that's in pain. And if we think about that, treating the pain as if it's a problem and then trying to beat it out of us that pain usually always comes back. 
And here we're making that just right contact where it's warm and nourishing and supportive. And we're really not doing anything except creating a felt sense of what it's like to be supported when you're experiencing something hard, something vulnerable, and something painful. And feeling the body just melt into that. I'm not saying that this always happens when we go to support ourselves because sometimes the felt sense of feeling supported by not only ourselves but other people can be so incredibly threatening that our body just shuts down. So I'm not saying that this always happens, but I'm saying that this is a way, a different way to approach ourselves when we've been experiencing this recurring or chronic pain symptom. We treat it as if it has its own subjectivity, its own story, right? Its own felt sense of what's happening for that part. And you could see as we experientially went through this, that armor was not as rigid and not as tight because it was seeing, oh, if we make contact, it's okay. It's safe in this moment. And yeah, the body might go back into a rigid holding pattern and it might go back into defensive armoring, but it gives the body evidence that at one point in my life, support was resourceful and it was support from not having to try so hard. Doing less and feeling what it's like to relax into doing less and being supported in those places. Because I think oftentimes when pain shows up, we feel like we have to do more to like address the pain. And sometimes, yeah, we do have to actively work through that pain. Sometimes it's about teaching the body it's okay to relax and the pain responds and that creates this dialogue between the painful part and then the part that's relaxing and what relaxation actually means and all of that. So anyway, more of this podcast is that there are a multiplicity of ways that we can work with pain in the body in chronic and recurring symptoms of pain in the body. We just sometimes have to learn that the body isn't simply a mechanical object to be manipulated and exploited to be useful and to be productive and to be all the things for everybody in the entire world that sometimes if we turn to our body story it's telling something completely different than what we thought and completely different than what science tells us this type of technique this methodology this orientation and working with pain in this way was not certainly not something that I was taught in physical therapy school. In physical therapy school, the body was the object that was to be manipulated based on scientific research and what says makes symptoms go away. And so turning towards the unique subjectivity of this particular body story opened up this whole vast amount of content that was workable 
rather than just being this mysterious ghostly pain that haunted her most of her life, it became something that we could actually, no pun intended, put our hands on and support and make contact with and get to know. And in that, it produced this really creative relationship with the body. For me, it was really beautiful to witness, but for her, I think it was a really new experience of meeting her body in this way. And so I just wanted to share that because I think so many of us have these aches and pains and we don't know how to meet ourselves in that place. It can be really scary to learn those things, but it's not always just manual manipulation or beating ourselves with a Theragun that that is the remedy let's just say that with that being said I hope you guys have a great weekend we will talk soon